Hello and welcome to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, owner of Rockabye Mama. It is my mission through my social media, blog, and this podcast to make child's sleep easy to understand so that you feel empowered to make the choices that are right for your family. Because at the end of the day, what's right for your child is what you think is right for your family. So let's get into today's episode. We are talking all about setting up the nursery. It's one of the greatest joys of pregnancy. And I'm not talking about the morning sickness or the aversion to foods that you once loved. I'm talking about setting up your baby's nursery. Cue all the feel-good feels that you get when you think about painting the room a beautiful color and adding wall decals and decorating your child's crib and setting up a little play tent in the corner so that they have a place to go read books. Pinterest is filled with beautiful images of stunning nurseries and as a pregnant mom-to-be It is exciting to think about what could be. Even if you're on a tight budget or you're living in a one-bedroom apartment, preparing for your new baby to arrive home from the hospital and setting everything up is a special moment in pregnancy. When I was pregnant with my daughter, I had very high hopes for her nursery. I wanted to get the latest bedding that matched the curtains and all of the little bumpers that were going to be on her crib and I looked at very expensive bassinets and saw so many Pinterest pins with beautiful floral wallpaper that I just really really wanted but it didn't take long for my bank account and my logic to put a hard stop to those dreams because I couldn't justify spending a thousand dollars on a bassinet that she was only going to sleep in for three to four months, even though it had all the bells and whistles and would rock when she started crying, I just couldn't justify it. It didn't make any sense. In fact, all of the daydreams that I had for her nursery are far way off from what ended up happening with my daughter's sleeping situation. Spoiler alert, she's over one year old and she's still sleeping in our room. So today, I really just want to share three practical steps with you as you prepare for your newborn's nursery, even if that nursery is just a corner in your bedroom. What do you need? What do you not need? So let's jump right in with the first thing you need. And truly, the only thing you need is a crib or a bassinet or a box or a pack and play. Yes, some countries actually have babies sleep in boxes, um, obviously without a lid or a cover on it. So no, it does not have to be the most expensive crib. It does not need to have a matching dresser and a changing station attached. The truth is your baby likely won't sleep in a crib and be able to tell that their mattress is not the hundred dollar mattress that is marketed as the most comfortable mattress on the market they're not going to be able to tell the difference and also the aap recommends that babies sleep in their own bed with a firm mattress free of anything else so really 
You don't need to splurge on the cribs that boast the most comfortable night's sleep because your child actually does not need a plush mattress. And the thing is, many moms find that their babies do better in a bassinet as opposed to a crib because it's smaller than a crib. So the babies feel more secure and they don't feel like they're in this big open space. And then also you can have the bassinet right up next to mom or dad's side of the bed so that you can easily respond to your little one as opposed to a crib where that might not be very logical. The other thing about a bassinet is you can move it into different parts of the house. So if you are in the living room during nap time and you want your little one to be close by, you can move them in their bassinet. You can't do that in the crib. But you don't need a bassinet with all the tricks and gizmos unless you really want a specific feature. I am not knocking any bassinet that comes with bells and whistles. For my daughter, we used a very basic bassinet. It had wheels and it rocked a little bit, but constantly I would think, man, I just want to put my hand right on my daughter so that I could feel her breathing so that I can reassure her when she's going to sleep. But the bassinet just wasn't designed for that. And so for my next child, yeah, I would love a bassinet where the side right next to the bed lowers down so that I could easily reach in and reassure my baby and all that jazz. So that's fine if you want a bassinet that has specific features, but don't fall into the trap of thinking you need the latest and greatest for your child to sleep. Because guess what? Whether they sleep well or not is not going to be influenced by the bassinet that you pick. Now, what about a play tent or a bureau or a changing station and a rocking chair? Doesn't every nursery need one of those? Why am I only telling you about a crib? I'm sorry to burst your Pinterest nursery goals, but no, your baby just needs a crib, period. All the extra stuff is nice. Of course, if you want to set up the nursery with specific furniture pieces, yes, do it, but it's not needed. And I'll get into that in a little bit. So just a crib you need, everything else is nice icing on top. Now, the second thing I want to talk to you as you prepare for your baby and setting up the nursery is safety. Now, you might not need to cover all the outlets because your little one's not going to come home crawling, but in the first year of your child's life, they should have nothing in their crib. No pillows, no blankets, no bumpers, no toys. They just need a tight-fitted sheet. And this is the biggest area, the biggest safety concern I see with many families. So make sure the crib is completely free and safe. Even baby mobiles, although they're pretty, they can pose a safety hazard. And truthfully, you can stimulate your child with mobiles in other ways where they're laying on the floor and they have a mat that has a little mobile on top. Things like that are safer than letting them sleep with a mobile above them. I'm also going to advocate that you take a few days now and make sure that all the furniture is bolted to the walls, all the cords are out of reach because no, your baby's not going to come home and start climbing on the bookshelf, but you're going to be so, so busy and you are not going to know when that day is that your child decides to climb on furniture when you step out of the room for just a second. So it's better now to just get that out of the way 
so that you don't forget about doing it later. Now, what other safety features does a nursery need? I recommend a monitor, and this can be either a traditional walkie-talkie style or a camera monitor so that you can see your baby. Even if you're going to have your baby sleep in your room, chances are there are going to be times when your baby is sleeping alone. When you're cooking or cleaning or you're binge watching Netflix or you're taking a shower and having a monitor can just be reassuring and comforting for you to be able to check in on your little one. Now, what about the devices that monitor breathing and movement? Do you need one of those? That's up to you. When I brought my daughter home from the hospital, I could not sleep. And it wasn't because she was keeping me up all night. It was because I needed to make sure she was still breathing. I would spend hours awake just watching her chest rise and fall or sticking my finger beneath her nose to make sure that I could feel air. It was very exhausting. There were so many nights when I would research different devices to monitor her breathing on Amazon and then I would fall asleep and then I would wake up and start panicking all over again and start researching all over again. Now, I do think that there is value in devices like that that can monitor whether your baby moves or whether they're breathing, but they're not needed. They, you don't need them. However, they can ease your anxiety if you're anxious about that. However, they aren't foolproof. They are expensive in some cases, and you just want to make sure you're reading the user reviews because ultimately I didn't end up buying one because I just kept reading so many mixed reviews and I didn't want to take a chance on getting a product that could harm my daughter in any way. So make sure you do your research, but ultimately that is your call. And now lastly, I want to talk to you about not overdoing the nursery. I'm sure that your Pinterest board is beautiful, filled with so many ideas, but when it comes to your baby's nursery, don't stress about overdoing it because for many families, they bring their home, their baby home from the hospital and the baby sleeps in the caregiver's room for at least the first year. And in my case, it's gone on two years and she's still in her room. So you just don't know yet what you're going to prefer when your little one arrives. Even if you're, you have your heart set on them snoozing in their own beautifully decorated room by themselves or you want them to sleep with siblings, truthfully, you just don't know yet. And I don't want you spending hours and hours and tons of money when your baby may not ever sleep in their room until they're a toddler. Yes, you might start using the nursery right away. Some people do, but you may also not use it until they're closer to two or three. And at that point, you may need to rethink all the decor that you picked out because they're not a baby anymore. So instead, I encourage you to focus your time and energy on preparing for your newborn in other ways. Sort their clothing into different size categories to make that process easier. Set up a diaper changing station. Assemble the stroller. Of course, make the room pretty. Add special touches. I want you to feel good about the nursery. I don't want to take that away from you. But I just don't want you to stress about it. Trust me, when you get to know your, your child's character and the things that they like, you'll be able to personalize their room just for them. And it's going to mean so much more than you picking out things that you think are pretty just to 
fill the space in their room. So let's quickly summarize everything we've talked about. First, your baby just needs a crib. It doesn't matter if you use a bassinet or a pack and play or a crib that converts to a toddler bed in a few years. They just need a place to sleep that is their own. And that crib needs to be empty and free of everything other than a fitted sheet. Second, I want you to take a few days to prepare the room for safety. Think through whether you want any monitors, traditional walkie-talkie or camera. It's not a bad idea to plug the outlets and bolt the furniture to the walls now, even though you may not feel you need to just yet. Let's do it and get it done. And lastly, don't overdo the nursery. Yes, make it pretty, but leave some room to add touches that will match your child's personality. You don't need every corner of the room figured out just yet. I am so excited as you embark on this journey. Hang on, it is going to be the ride of your life. I think preparing for your child's arrival is so exciting and fun and setting up the nursery is a special moment and I want you to have fun with it, but I don't want you to stress about it. This should be an enjoyable time. It does not have to be perfect. You are not trying to impress anyone on social media. Just do what's right for your baby. Make sure it's safe. Make sure it has the essentials. Make sure you feel good about it and then add those special touches later on when your little one arrives. I am so glad that you have found me here. Please follow me on social media. This entire month of January, I've been sharing tips for your newborn and helping them sleep. There are obviously other tips for infants and toddlers, so make sure you're following me on social media. Sweet dreams, y'all.